1: A seventh store window throwing parties in a ten by seven cell. i go to convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's oh,
2: fuck. <laughs> Yes, everybody, it is me, Matt Wright. I am here live with you on a Thursday evening uh for another fantastic episode of the writer's block uh i appreciate that you guys decide to spend your thursday evenings here with me because there are a lot of things that you could be doing on a thursday and you choose to spend them watching me so thank you to each and every one of you out there also thank you to the narcissist cookbook for allowing me to use his music at the beginning and end of every episode of the writer's block and allow me to thank I don't even remember who gave this to me. Uh, Benjamin Daniel Morris Chestnut the 14th for the kava. I am drinking on today's episode. To everybody that I just mentioned and all of you watching, Bulavanaka. So sorry we didn't have an episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom or my fellow Americans this week scheduling issues. Uh, but not to worry, we've got a whole slate of great content coming out to you uh, in the coming days. Uh, but so be on the lookout for that. Um, but tonight we have a milestone guest coming on. This will be the first time somebody has been on the Writer's Block three times. She is the very first three-time guest of the Writer's Block, and. For anybody who's been watching this show since the beginning, knows that she needs absolutely no introduction. For everybody else, please welcome with me the wonderful, the fabulous Mrs. Erin Edwards. I almost said Miss, and I was like, no, that's not right anymore. (laughs) Mrs. Erin Edwards. I
0: am officially a Mrs. Yeah. Yes, you are
2: officially (laughs) Um, a Mrs. Yes, sir. Got
0: it in the, got it on the the diamond there. So thank you so much for having me on. I feel so honored to be a veteran of, uh, of the writer's block. That is just so cool. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. I apologize for this awesome angle.
2: Right. (laughs) We it's, you know, you're currently just so our, so everybody knows you are at, uh, float fasting in gauze, Texas. So we're, yeah, you're you're using your phone you know you're out trying to run this entire event that we're going to get into in a little bit but so yeah for, for technical issues i am certain that everybody watching uh is going to be no we get it she's she is a busy person <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i appreciate i appreciate the leniency there um <laughs> If people try to, like, come into my podcast studio, we actually have a live podcast studio, which we created just for this event. And honest to God, all this uh, mic equipment is just decoration for me at the moment. Um, So, but yeah, no, it's very exciting. I am thrilled to be here at Float Fest 2022. Hey, uh, I have a live audience guest here. And uh, yeah, it's just it's the second year and the first year we threw it together in 60 days um and we had about 300 people attend which was awesome and they came from all over the U.S. which was incredible and I even had people come from Mexico as well this year is an entirely new ball game um I have just under 800 people coming wow and I literally I'm just like the The Eventbrite notifications on my email have just been flooding in. I literally got like 70 70 signups just today since 10 a.m. So um, signups are open if you guys want to go or come to FloatFest. If you are in the Texas area, you can go to FloatFest.com and sign up. It's free to walk in uh, and do day passes. And then if you want to camp, it's just $100 per vehicle.
2: Uh, That is awesome. Now, here's a fun little fact for anybody who hasn't been watching the show as long as Aaron has been on it. Um, The first week that Aaron was supposed to be on the show was she was going to come on the day before uh, a Las Vegas Bitcoin meetup and she was so busy. She had to cancel on me and you can see that she really likes putting me in right before she has really big events
0: Okay, to be fair, I thought I was coming on last week. And uh <laughs> and Brian was like, No, actually it's it's next week. And I'm like, Oh shit, I will literally be at Lopez. That uh, the first show that we ever did together, uh, that was yeah, right before Anarcho Vegas, which is my like Anarcho- first conference yeah. I was ever throwing. And uh I I was way more stressed out back then. I'm not stressed at all now. So I've yeah. learned.
2: Yeah, I remember when uh, I remember you calling me that day and saying, Hey, can we cancel? I have to go pick up like nine people from the airport. And I was like, yeah, I was actually shocked. You wanted to do it today, but okay.
0: I See, here's my problem. And it's a problem I had in 20. When did, when did we do that? God, that was 2019?
2: 20, sure. Yeah. 2019. Yeah
0: I have the same problem where I, uh, I can't say no to the people that I like. So,
2: <laughs> so so what? So what is it that got you into uh, got you into being the uh, Anarcho Vegas, the Bitcoin uh, meetup uh, leader, the the Float Fest uh, organizer? What? How did you start there? What, what were you doing that brought you into that world?
0: So i I was at so I was actually throwing Bitcoin meetups at the time, and okay. um, and we were just getting a little, you know, like we did one every um, every month at that point, and I was doing them from 20, well, the first Bitcoin meetup I ever threw was 2014. And uh, and then 2015 was the year I, I started doing them regularly every month. So 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. And I just got a little bored. And I was just like, you know what? I think I need a little bit more of a challenge. So um, fuck it, why not? I can curse <laughs> on this, right? <laughs>
2: yeah you really Do ask matter.
0: forgiveness later, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so I was just kind of like, all right, well, screw it, I'm just gonna kinda dive head first and and see if anyone wants to come to this conference because Freedom fest actually was happening, and I was like, well, the only people who go to Freedom Fest are really just like really old people who are kind of republic republican and uh you know, like, let's, let's actually throw a Freedom Conference in Vegas. And so, sorry, Mark Skelson, don't shoot me. <laughs> um, don't come for me. But, uh, yeah, honestly, I, no, I appreciate the Freedom Fest guys. I really appreciate what they do. They are co- I've never been to their conference, but, uh, but it's huge. Every year, and they are just only getting better and better. But I wanted to throw an anarchy conference. I wanted to throw something really centered around the idea of freedom.
2: Nice. And And so
0: that's, that's what I did. And, uh, and and it was great. It was awesome. We had like 500 people show we had sponsors. Uh, we had great speakers and then I wanted to do it again in 2020 and then the world shut down and and I was like, well, And then everything
2: closed. Right. And then then everybody lost their collective minds in government. And most of them never, well, most of them never had it to begin with, but they still haven't found it.
0: Um. And all the banquet staff in Las Vegas were fired. So I was like, well, this, I couldn't even throw this thing if I wanted to because there's no staff. So um, yeah, that was really a challenge. I literally remember being at Pork Fest in New Hampshire um, and I was waiting, like I was, it was down to the wire. It was like two weeks out. And I, I was like, I am not fucking canceling this conference. I don't care. I will not cancel this conference no matter what. And then the hotel was like, well, this isn't going to work, and here's why. Right. I was like, well, fuck, I guess we're canceling this conference, and I hate that. <clears throat> that was a hard pill for me to swallow. I don't like people telling me I can't do something.
2: <laughs> Gee, an anarchist doesn't like being told what she can't do. Um, yeah. That's so weird. Uh, so <laughs> let's let's talk about Float a little bit and kind of the history of it. Um, for anybody out there who doesn't know, which I'm certain that most of the people who are watching or listening are on Float, um, what is Float for anybody out there who hasn't heard about this yet? Like, what what is it? And how did it become, where did it go from what it is to having these events?
0: So Float started out. So we actually were in the middle of creating a, um, a cryptocurrency wallet that was easy to use, right? Like most cryptocurrency wallets are like made by engineers for engineers and they're not very user-friendly. And so we were just like, okay, (laughs) let's, let's try this and we have ideas. So let's, let's put pedal to the metal. Let's do it. And then we got accepted into a startup accelerator in 2019. And, uh, and then we kind of flipped once we saw like everything, like once Alex Jones was thrown off of the internet, we were just like, "Uh okay, Something needs to happen. Something needs to be done. And why not throw our hats in the ring to do it? Like, first, what we did was obviously did our research and we went to Minds, we went to Gab, we went, you know, we went to all these social media platforms and we tried them out. And we're like, well, this is missing that. This is missing this. You know, it's not the platform that I would want to use. And so ultimately, what we decided to do was launch Float, which was a social media startup. And now it's kind of evolved into so much more. We launched July, 2020 with a, uh, MVP. And uh, we actually just rebuilt our entire infrastructure you from guys. scratch to scale. And, uh, and now, you know, it's really evolved into this more than a social media platform. I mean, we have the best community and it's, you know, all these platforms like Gab and Minds and, you know, you, you can go on it. You feel a little lost. No one's there to greet you, Right um no one's there to show you around no one's there to kind of welcome you into an established group and so you're kind of just like one of those lost voices on Float. you come on myself or kingsley will always take time out of our day to go on Float and welcome new users and repost them and introduce them to the community and our community is just so welcoming um and i mean there is content that you can look up as you know there's anarchy comp Content. There's libertarian content. There's um, Republican content. There's dog content. Dogs of float was hashtagged and trending for a long time. Um, you know, like there's homesteading. Uh, Toolman Tim has a channel that he live streams and tells us about all the projects. I mean, there's. It's a small knit community. We have about seventy thousand users, and um, you know, like we've really taken the time and put in the money to build out this infrastructure. We're not big tech. Things are not being built overnight. They do take time. But ultimately, you know, our next pro- big project is groups, um, you know, a marketplace and everything that we want. I know that you're basically just like staring me in the eye and you're like, I want embedding live stream embedding. <laughs> <laughs> well I will get that to you as soon as I can I, too. But I appreciate uh, that. I, yeah.
2: I'm not going to bring it up this weekend because I know you have a lot going on. But I have been having trouble live streaming the float recently, so I was going to need to talk to you about that. Uh, but yeah. I'm not going to do that this weekend because I know you got a lot going on. So currently, but the ability
0: the the ability to talk to the owner about a problem you're having on a social media site, I think, is unprecedented. And I think that think is. that's kind of what separates us away from the rest of them
2: oh absolutely it it is one of the greatest things about it is i know that if i'm ever having an issue i can shoot you a message and be like hey uh i can't figure this out and you will walk me through it and it's a fantastic it's a fantastic user experience um so currently you you are the chief community officer of float correct
0: yeah aka i'm floats mama (laughs) okay
2: I was going to say, can you explain what that is for me? Because <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> for sure. the, I
2: think, um, so, in all fairness, be- before you go into this explanation, I just finished watching the uh, show We Crashed about the WeWork people, and mm-hmm. I kept thinking that you were like uh, Adam New- Newman's Newman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, his wife, whose <laughs> name I'm blanking on right now, who was there because she was the soul of the company, and <laughs> I was like, that's not, I don't, I have to find out what this is.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I will say that, I, I don't know. I wouldn't brand myself as the soul of the company, <laughs> Um. but I, I am a huge part of it, you know, because I think that the rest of our team is very focused on delivering a great user experience and, um, you know, infrastructure and, you know, bringing in money and focusing on marketing. And I think that's all great. And that's really important. But where I come in is I bring that human element back into float. And so I do, you know, the reaching out and, and customer support and really making sure that people feel like they are talking to a human, um, you know, and so I'm not, I'm not twelve twelve hundred 1200 bots on the internet being like, you know, it's, that's not a fun experience for anybody. And honestly, like floats community is my goal. And so, and these in-person events that I'd like to throw yearly, um, it started off as a way to, you know, just to connect with our users. But now I think it's really grown into connecting user to user and building community, not just online, but in person, you know, yes. because I really feel like community is very understated and it's the most powerful force, I think, that we have uh, in our toolbox. I think having a community who you have on speed dial, if anything goes down, you can call your community and say, look, this is the problem I'm having and I need help. I, and I expect, I fully expect if I did that, I would have 50, 60 people backing me up when I need it. Easy. And I think that's important for every community to have. And so that's my goal with this conference. I want to connect user to user, you know, like it's free to walk in and, um, and peruse because it's free to vend. And I want people circulating money in this community. I'm not looking to get rich off of this. You know, I want to put money in people's pockets. I want connections to be made, genuine connections, real relationships. And so, you know, that's, those are my goals as chief community officer.
2: Very cool. And so we actually, one of the comments, um, one of the comments we got is from a regular listener, uh, watcher, viewer. I don't, I don't know what to call these people. She, she's a wonderful human who pays attention to me when I speak. Um, Charlotte Ray Allen.
0: <laughs> Hi, Sarah. <and>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know what to call her. Um, and she's also <laughs> watching. But Sharla uh, Ray Allen, she says that she's clueless on this. Uh, is there an app or is it a site? So, before we answer that, do you want to give the history of what happened with that?
0: Sure. Uh, so, TLDR, uh, the long story short, is Google threw us off their App Store um, for not censoring our users because they sent us an email and basically said, hey, um, here's, they just sent a screenshot. Like, they just said, this account has violated community standards. They didn't tell, tell us what community standards they violated, how so, um, nothing specific at all. Just, hey, you need to do something about this account or you're gonna be thrown off the app store. Um, and so it took all of our team, like about 10 seconds to talk about it and to come to resolution. And we're just like, we're not playing this game. Like I am not going to let Google play whack-a-mole Uh, you know, and send me accounts to censors. So just so I can stay on their stupid little app store. Um, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And so, you know, it was a very popular choice in our community. I think we received a whole lot of positive feedback. And so ultimately we are web-based only. Um, So you can access our website at joinfloat.com.
2: Yeah, and that was the other, like I wasn't sure what the new uh, web address was. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I mean, float.app will also send you over there. It, okay. I, I wasn't sure. I, like that domain. <laughs> I,
2: I, w- I wasn't sure. And I didn't want to like just throw it out there and you'd be like, no, that's not a thing anymore. Um, yeah. No, yeah. it's
0: still a thing. It'll, it'll get you where you need to go. But joinfloat.com is the public URL that we are promoting.
2: Gotcha. Okay. joinfloat.com. float.com. Cool. Um, so obviously a lot of things have been in the news about free speech and social media over the last week. Um <laughs> with elon purchasing twitter or agreeing to purchase twitter um do you think that this is going to have a huge change in free speech for the internet as a whole
0: i would like to say yes but um i think i'm a little too realistic for that i think that a lot of people are idealizing this uh elon buy i think there could be, I mean, listen, if it's true and, he, and if his intentions were pure and he really does care about free speech, which I think he might, I think it could be a possibility that he might, but also you have to understand how many accounts and how much user data is on Twitter right now. And so being in charge of all of that data is a very powerful thing. Yeah. Um, I personally, I mean, I think Elon Musk is funny, um, but I don't trust him. That's-
2: and that's fair. And I, you know, I wouldn't go so far to say that I trust Elon, but yes, I do find him hilarious. And I enjoyed yeah, of it. Of course, he's tweets.
0: very entertaining. Yes. I mean, when he was dangling Dogecoin on a stick, like that was hilarious. <laughs> My entire family. I mean, people I have been talking to about crypto since 2014 and trying to tell these people like, this is a thing and you better get on board. They Literally, all called me at the same time, telling me to set up a Dogecoin. I'm sorry, a dog coin wallet. That's what they called it. And um, you know, (laughs) did they really to to have to have that power by simply tweeting? I I thought that was hilarious, you know. But ultimately, I do. I don't know. I don't think that. I think that this whole free speech thing might blow over. Um, you know, free speech Twitter thing might blow over in like a month. Um, I think that they're going to lose a lot of market share. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't it's. Know. I mean, it's very interesting. It's and it's fun to watch. It, but if it, people it, genuinely care about free speech, then they'll seek sites like Float, like Minds, like Gab.
2: Now, one of the questions: the so
0: people who care about free speech are already okay. on those platforms.
2: Absolutely, that's that is a great talking point. That is a well. That is a good job, I like that um but yeah, no but it's true like when when they said that Elon's gonna buy Twitter and that he's not gonna kick anybody off for uh saying things he's you know it's gonna promote free speech, all that kind of stuff, I think I thought, does he have a float because that's already a thing like that's a thing that's already exists um but when yeah. he did when he did purchase it, the first thought I had. The very first one in uh, Muddied Waters Media tweeted it because it was the account that was open at the time was since Elon is saying that there's not going to be any censorship of free speech. Is he going to get the same treatment that uh, that float got from Google Play Store and the App Store from Apple?
0: And I. I think that is a very interesting question. Um, I think it would be hilarious. Hilarious if they did that.
2: From what I understand, they've already sent a letter saying he's going to have to do content moderation.
0: Well, I mean, one can only hope. I mean, really, one can only hope. If if Twitter gets taken down from the App Store, I think that would just be fucking chaos. Like, I really think it would be absolute chaos. And I hope it does. Truthfully, I really hope it does. Because, first of all, there's so much toxicity on that platform uh and i don't know i think it might it might even the playing field a little bit
2: and i can i can see that i would think that i i would personally hope that it doesn't just because then you can say hey if you're not taking them off you have to let us back on but
0: i don't know if i want to be i mean i know it's probably best for the company if we were to be let on back on the, but it's just it's having google's intentions and contradictions shown in a light like that and i have to commend elon musk for for basically putting them on the spot because he's kind of backing them in a corner a little bit you know so it's it's interesting to see and uh and honestly if google did say that we could come back i'm not sure that we would because look what they did to gab look what they did to parlor look what they you know like oh yeah they have a history of not letting free speech apps on these platforms and so if we can be successful without them then like i have no intentions on crawling back to google you know
2: take take the johnny depp route where it's like i wouldn't go back to pirates of the caribbean now anyway because fuck disney um Sarah, yeah. S- Sarah, uh, super fan Sarah Andreg says moderate for proper grammar and typos and I'm you know I am not opp- I, I'm not opposed to, to that kind of moderation
0: for typos
2: typos and proper grammar <laughs>
0: just <laughs> but that's what makes Float So Cray is because we have an edit post feature now that's... so if, if someone fucks up their typing uh, I can just say hey you fucked up and then they're like oh cool i can edit my post on like twitter and just fix it in two seconds and then you're you're good to go that's fair
2: so, that's fair that yeah. it's self-moderation on ty- on grammar on grammar issues and typos um so as float has been growing like obviously as float has been growing you guys have got, dealt with a ton of headaches because i had from uh, the apple app store i had the uh the tester app or whatever it was the beta app
0: yeah um, test flight yeah, mm-hmm. test
2: flight. That was what it was. Test flight app. I had the test flight app, and then one day you were like, "Yeah, that's just not coming back." Um, the main thing that I want to see from my float, which is still on my, it's on my home screen. Just I'm going to show everybody.
0: Nice. Maybe I'm going
2: to show everybody. It's right there. Um, can we get notifications to that? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a goal. Um, that's, that is, uh, something that I'm really going to push. Sorry. I don't mean to show you my cleavage. I just have bad balance. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a goal of mine and I have my CTO here this weekend and we're going to be basically doing like a float round table, uh, here with our CTO or CXO or CEO or CCO, which is me and our COO. Um, and our, also our blockchain, uh, developer, not developer, uh, Business to I can't even think i'm I'm brain dead right. but anyway <laughs> our, crypto, our crypto busy, value.
2: <laughs> right you, you've been very busy recently
0: but anyway so um basically we're going to be doing a public round table here where everyone here can kind of give us our ideas and the things that they want to see on float and then we can basically add those to our roadmap and prioritize efficiently to get people what they want because honestly we are not here building a platform and having people join. And that's the way it is. Like what we are doing is we are building a platform. the We are building the platform that people want to use. So we listen to our user base. Do you want this? Do you want that? What don't you like? Tell us what you don't like. Why don't you like it? Okay, that's valid. You know, like I love getting user feedback and my team loves getting user feedback because without that, like, I just, it wouldn't be as fun. Like, I, all these platforms are so rigid, right? And they're just like, this is our platform. This is the way it is. This is a new feature that's coming out. Hope you like it, you know?
2: Right. And, and I think that, I as I have been watching, because I've been around with Float, God, I don't even, I don't even know when we joined Float, but it's been a while that we have been on it.
0: 2019. You guys are one of the first accounts on there, which we really appreciate.
2: Oh, um, well, that was when we learned that we could live stream whatever we wanted to you guys and not get dinged by YouTube or CNN or anybody else. And that became a great place for us to do that. And it was, we we would do all of our debates on float and we would do all of the uh, uh, we would do like the Democratic debates on float because the Democrats will sue you if you reshow their stuff. Um,
0: yeah, so true. But honestly, you guys were Um, you guys were OGs of the site and we are going to um send you guys a gift for that in the form of float tokens. So I appreciate yeah, I appreciate everything you guys have done, had us on, you know, multiple times. I mean, three times on the writer's block alone. Um, you know, I I'm just we really appreciate your guys' support. Spike Collin is Such a great guy. He wrote a letter on behalf of Kingsley's dad um, when, you know, when he was running for vice president uh, under Joe's campaign. And that held a lot of weight. And so the the support that you guys throw behind us is amazing. And we're just really, really grateful for it.
2: For anybody who uh, doesn't know, we've talked about Kingsley's dad on the the Muddied Waters of Freedom a lot. Uh, his name is Michael Edwards. He is a he's here in Florida, and he has been in prison since 1993, I believe. Yes. Uh, 1993, and I, if I, it's been a while since I've talked about it. It was for like two grams of cocaine that he had, but it was his third strike, so he was, uh, and his ex-girlfriend kind of set him up, uh, and we have been working diligently to get him out, um, and we've all been helping, and he had a, um, per, not a, the
0: clemency hearing
2: thank you clemency hearing i was like parole board no that's not it clemency hearing uh that he was supposed to have during covid but then they canceled it because of covid and then i think he he got through but then governor DeSantis nixed it yep yep
0: yeah So, so we hit his clemency board meeting was set for march 2020 um And they moved it twice because I don't fucking understand why you can't do a video conference and how, whatever, whatever it's, it is absolutely just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But, uh, so anyway, they moved it twice. And the third time they moved it was Kingsley's birthday, uh, September 23rd, uh, 2020 and Kingsley stayed up all night. And he was so excited because we had a shot. We really had a shot. The yes. uh, clemency board uh, offender review basically gave Michael a recommendation that he be released. And in typical fashion, the governor and the clemency board always listened to the offender review board there. And, you know, that recommendation really carries weight. So we thought we had it in the bag, you know, I mean, he had 60 year sentence, he served the last 30 years. And so we were like, there's no way there's no way they keep him in prison. And uh, and although that file has had been sitting on Ron DeSantis's desk for six months, uh he basically said, I need more time to to give an answer. And we're like, more time. You've had this file sitting on your desk. Like, are you kidding me?
2: Right. For six and, months.
0: And, and he's been in there and, for
2: 30 years.
0: And he's been in for 30 years. I it was 27 years at that point. Um right. You know, so I, it just—it was insane. And speak of the devil, folks, who do we have here?
2: Hey, hey what's, what's up, Kingsley? How you doing, everybody? Kingsley Edwards. <laughs> Edwards.
0: We're talking about your dad. Oh yeah. yeah. But uh, but anyway, it took Ron DeSantis uh, seven to nine months after he said I need two and a half weeks to make a decision. Uh, he came back and said no. <laughs>
2: that is is that is absolutely like that is the biggest travesty, and one of the reasons that i will not be voting for ron DeSantis in (laughs) november yeah Uh, i mean
0: he's doing he's done a lot of good things don't get me wrong i think he is a strong governor um but the mere fact that he will not let a man who has been sitting in prison, rotting in prison for 30, for 30 years because of a nonviolent drug offense with 30 more years to go on his sentence. Right. And that's that's basically, inexcusable.
2: Basically, wasn't it because he got caught with a cell phone in like 2009 or something?
0: He got caught with, yeah, he got caught with a cell phone that wasn't even working. He was using it as a calculator.
2: I didn't know that part. I just knew that it was in 2000, like it was in 2009 or something like that
0: um i mean it and they just and honestly like when you call them for an update i remember like we would call and just say like do you have an answer yet does the governor have an answer yet his secretary would answer and just like treat you like an absolute hostile i mean like these people are soulless they genuinely do not have souls
2: that's absolutely true especially when it comes to the lives of somebody like like michael who i've been waiting for the day that i can talk to him in person um but when it comes to somebody he's been in there for 30 years he was set up by his ex-girlfriend um who was just trying to beat a charge and set him up instead was like yes fuck him, and quite literally ended up ruining the rest of his life uh and he can't get it doesn't give him the chance for redemption. And that is one of the biggest things that we believe in is the chance for redemption. And so having it where the governor finally could give him the redemption and say, okay, yes, he has changed because of a stupid infraction at the time, 11 years prior, uh, he was like, "Mm, I don't know. He hasn't been a perfect prisoner. Well, nobody's perfect for 30 years. Nobody, not even you, Ron, I'm certain. I'm not 100 sure, but I'm certain. Um, I am certain you haven't been perfect for 30 years, so let the man out. Just let him go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, people in the comments are saying very upsetting, and uh, it, it is. But since we aren't here to talk about that, let's because.
0: Well, I, I, I before we, I, we end that chapter on that topic, man. I wanted to offer. Um, if, hi, Toshi. If you set up a JPay account, um basically i can get you guys to do an interview you and michael if that's something that you'd be interested in
2: i would i would love to talk to michael
0: okay let's get you on his visitors list and then that way you guys can and can uh conversate in in an app called jpay okay we'll talk about it
2: yeah we'll talk about it we'll talk about it uh after did i'll 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 contact you next week after you're done with all the busyness after all this is over after all of this yes (laughs) Uh, um but no i'm very excited i'm very excited to uh do that that'd be amazing um so let's go back to float fest we have 800 people that are going to be descending upon gauze texas over the next what three days two days yeah
0: uh tomorrow's the first day
2: okay so tomorrow's the first day we've got 800 people coming to gauze texas what sort of things are going to be happening at Flowfest? fest i know that you said that you got your round table with everybody there but what other things i know that spike's there and he's going to do his little spike show but i i'm certain there are other huge names that you have coming
0: yeah so we have uh Spike Cohen, of course, is coming. Uh, we have Dr. Andrew Kaufman, who is coming and speaking. Okay. Uh, we did have Max Egan on the list, but he's run into some visa issues. Um, so unfortunately, he won't be making it. Um, but man, there are so many speakers, like too many speakers to list. We have um, Derek Bros coming, uh, John Bush of Freedom Cells, uh, Texas Freedom Cells. And okay. um, so they're going to be basically coming and doing a workshop. Um, we have Sam Tripoli and Eddie Bravo coming and doing a comedy night on uh nice. Saturday, and so there are a couple of local comics coming as well to open for them um man i I literally there's i have thirty five speakers coming um that's a lot and so ultimately
2: would they all be listed find- on, would they i was gonna say are they all on the website? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you can go to www. and they're there listed there under schedule. not we have our CXO who just walked in. Hi, Chuck. How hey. are
2: you? How you doing, Chuck? How you doing? <laughs> um. So, uh, how do you? We've kind of covered this a little bit, but compared to the to the inaugural Float Fest, to the first one, obviously we're looking at bigger. We're looking at a lot more guests that are going to be there. A lot more events happening. I but you are you seem much more calm than you did last year when I talked to you right before Flip Fest. Well,
0: I just took a beta blocker. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it's, I don't know. Honestly, I feel very confident this year. Um, I've called my COO twice in the last like 48 hours. And I'm like, do we need more bathrooms? Do it, you know? And he's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh okay <laughs> if you're not if he's not stressed I'm not stressed um, and that's kind of my I've really tried to get a better better handle on my stress levels uh, in the last like year or two and so I've realized if the people around me are not panicking then I won't panic either um, everything is fixable everything is figure outable uh, we are not too far off the grid we are an hour outside of Austin. and uh, and yeah I mean it's awesome let me if you don't mind, I would love to just kind of give you a little bit of a tour.
2: Absolutely. I so you guys it. will
0: be seeing it. I, um, I wanted
2: to come, but we—the kids are still in school, so it's like we couldn't take the time off and then work, and we're saving up for a wedding. So like, just so I totally issues. get
0: it. I understand. I'm I'm so excited for you. By the way, I was so happy when that happened. I was like, what? they're getting married so
2: was i i was very happy when that happened like i knew the answer to the question but i was terrified that she was going to be like no no you're a man child uh
0: you know that's scary
2: (laughs) i you are frozen right now if you can hear me um, but everybody, uh, yeah I was terrified when that happened. Um, okay, you're back.
0: I'm back. I'm sorry. So yeah, so this is the uh, the property. So, and um, this is kind of like our stage area. And then if you move out here, this is where this field will be covered with RVs, tiny homes, uh, renovated schoolies. So. It's going to be really exciting everyone's starting to kind of pile in early tonight um and yeah it's
2: it's gonna be awesome no i'm i'm excited if people happen to be in the gauze region of texas uh would they still be able to sign up if they went to floatfest.com and just show up
0: yes Yes. Yes. So if you go, uh, so the address is not public because it is a private property. Uh, However, if you go to floatfest.com and sign up and register for a ticket, uh, you will, the address should show up on the confirmation email. So come on out. I mean, it's gorgeous. You have your beautiful Texas sunsets.
2: That is, that is a, that it beats a Florida sunset.
0: Oh, I don't know. I think i'm i'm half and half on that i love uh, i love florida sunsets
2: (laughs) even though i hate the pacific coast i like their sunsets so much more than i like florida's i don't know i think it's the smog i think it's all the pollution um i think it makes for a beautiful sunset uh Yeah. yeah so we people in the comments are saying that they're gonna their goal is to be there next year so hopefully a lot of people come next year uh hopefully sarah and i can make it next year as well uh because that would be an amazing time to hang out with you and king and uh just get a chance to uh experience float fest for everything it is instead of like i see all the pictures online and i'm always like man that looks like so much fun um yeah so,
0: absolutely, hope, absolutely.
2: So uh, before I let you go, is there anything that you want to Next uh, year?
0: It's gonna be so much bigger.
2: Nope, go ahead. Do
0: you help? Would, <laughs> no, no, no. I just I'm I hope to see you I'm excited.
2: So uh, before I let you go, is there anything you want to push? I know that you are Oh my god,
0: this is um yeah, so just floatfest.com i'm sorry there's a little bit of a delay but yeah floatfest.com and uh and if you want to check out JoinFloat.com as well we'd greatly appreciate it but thank you for having me on i'm sorry people are yelling my name from afar so i get
2: it you're a busy woman and i understand that i appreciate you taking the time today to talk to me uh have a great time this weekend let me know how everything is and i will talk to you soon can i get it on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) what sure what's your name
0: Uh, this I'm is, Alex.
2: This is Alex. Alex, sorry, I didn't mean to. Didn't mean to bomb your, your. No, you're good. You are the chief operating officer of uh, uh, Matt uh, fl-
0: from Muddied Waters Media. So. Matt, how you doing? Doing
2: well. I'm glad. I'm <laughs> glad to see you. See this? Is, I I have you in the. I have you in my notes. You are the chief operating officer. Uh, All and, right, on. Uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Not-
1: are you, is he coming to the thing?
0: No. Oh, this is
2: Spike's
0: co-host. Team. Oh, okay. All yeah. oh, right,
2: on, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. I appreciate y'all. Uh, have a great time this weekend, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Let Thanks. me know how everything is. All right, I'll talk to you soon.
0: Awesome. Bye, guys.
2: All right, that was amazing uh love it every time that aaron can come on um i totally didn't look at what the rest of the schedule is this week even though i told you that it was uh happening uh hang on one second while i look that stuff up because i should know these things uh to 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 share jason nope not that one so jason lyon has a show tomorrow of uh, uh, Mr. America the bearded truth and I hope everybody out there got a chance to watch uh, Got a chance to watch mine and Jason's episode of muddied America, which aired on Sunday uh, If you didn't get a chance to watch it if you become a subscriber you can go and to anchor.fm Slash muddied water slash subscribe and you will have access to that uh, To that show tomorrow And week of the 25th, tomorrow, Jason has Elizabeth Coquillard on his show uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern. So tune in for that. It's going to be a great time. Spikes at Float Fest all weekend long, so I'm certain some stuff's going to be coming out about that. Uh, And then next week, I believe, on Tuesday, at roughly our normal time, There should be an episode of My Fellow Americans, or nope, of Muddy Waters of Freedom. Uh, I don't know about next week's Wednesday. Let's see, Wednesday, there is not going to be an episode of My Fellow Americans next week, and you aren't going to believe who my guest is next week. You are going to have to tune in to find out. Um, So be sure to tune in for all of that. Thank you all so much for uh, joining me on a Thursday evening. As I've said multiple times, uh, it's a Thursday. There's literally thousands of things you could be doing, and I appreciate that you choose to spend it here with me. Uh, Your fun fact of the week. In 1936, Jesse Owens, who's famous for making Hitler really mad, uh, beat a horse in a 100-yard dash, and the horse was given a head start. Fun fact for you. Thank you all so much. Uh tune in tomorrow for Mr. America, the beard truth, next week, Tuesday for uh the the Muddy Waters of Freedom, then next Thursday for the writer's block. And uh until then, have just a fantastic weekend. Um and remember, no matter if you are skinny, if you're fat, if you're white, if you're black, if you're male, if you're female, if you're trans, if you're gay, if you're uh Catholic, Christian, Muslim, Hindu. Buddhist, whatever. At the end of the day, it's night.
1: I am, I am, I am swinging from a seventh story window, throwing parties in a ten by seven cell. You're roaming off for two sail the good ship You into the sunset a stand the lengths I'll go to convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's help. Fuck.